So welcome to the... Uh, well, we're going to start over because... Oh, no, I, we're not! <laughs> I kind of figured that would be the answer. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I'm the remaining host, Cedius. Uh, Dave has uh, decided, at least for the foreseeable future, to take a hiatus from the show for uh, personal reasons. Um, and that's okay. He will be here in spirit because we can't help but not mock, but mock him. So right. you know, it'll be great. <laughs> More scotch for us. More scotch for us. Uh, but we have guests. We do have guests. Hi, guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I suppose. No. <laughs> Hi, I'm Angela Fox. And my name is Michael Bloom. And they are our guests. Welcome. Thanks Hello. for having us. Thank you very I'm much. I'm looking at the waveforms and trying to figure out why they're bigger than usual. Well, we are actors. <laughs> I mean, there is that. <laughs> these are huge waveforms. I work out these vocal cords daily. <laughs> you know I am what? loud. It is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're just going to live with it and hope it sounds okay. Because I am not a professional and everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, but you provide booze, so it's okay. There is a certain smoothing effect of free booze. You know, it it does cover a lot of cracks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So, I will be pouring the scotch momentarily. Uh, Have you informed our lovely guests uh, how we go about doing our drinking? Well, only sort of, so I suppose I should do that now. Would you like to hand me your glass? Um, So, so what's going to happen is we are going to do a tasting pour um, of... The, the bottle, the first bottle, and we're going to nose it, we're going to sip it, we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to take the pipette and add a little bit of water. Thank you, sir. And do it again, see what changed. Oh. And then there will be the pretentious reading of the of the bottle, if there's any tasting notes <laughs> on it, because that's the thing we do here. And then we will offer a score and a range of one to five, three being average or meh, one being a war crime, and five being the best shit you've had in your mouth. Well... That's going to be tough. <laughs> we don't expect fives here. <laughs> Fingers crossed for no drain cleaner. Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, it, it, you have to work at it to be really <laughs> bad. And, you know, I'm willing to grant that professional distillers who work for companies that make their living at this try not to sell crap. <laughs> but occasionally I've wondered... I mean, was it their last day, and were they just like, "That's it"? I hate all of you. I've added this to the barrel or to the to the mix. <laughs> Fuck y'all! I'm out of here. <laughs> and you'll know about it in a number of years because yeah. that's how this works. <laughs> yeah, I, under normal circumstances, we, we we should point out that this is uh, going to be a theme show, which we do on occasion. The theme this time is local. And what episode is it? Shut up, Dave. I mean, Perrin. Um, it is episode 185, as a matter of fact. Running joke number one. Check. I figured without Dave here. Oh, no. Someone we, has to be the asshole. To. Yeah. And, you know, usually I'm not, but I figure I'm willing to step into those shoes. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Can't Somebody's got to do it. Good yeah. pair of asshole shoes. That's the right. These, these asshole shoes are made for walking, and that's just what I'll do. <laughs> yep. So, so this this is a uh, Minnesota uh, local single malt from the Brother Justice Whiskey Company, J U S T U S. In case you are playing along at home, hmm. and it has a cross on us. it. Is it oh brother? Yes, um, distilled and bottled by the Brother Justice Whiskey Company, and I do not know, and I'm not going to read it yet, but uh, 
I believe it is named after a brother, oh. Justice. But well, if it's wrong, it's God's fault. Yeah, <laughs> should have made the should have made the distilling better. Yeah, um, <laughs> I bust Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a lot of people who take Scotch religiously. There you go. Um, as well, you should. Well, it's Scottish holy water, so it is the yeah. water of life. <laughs> it's quality but, medicine. Yeah, and. and you know, I try not to be overly pretentious in real life about scotch. Just Here, on podcast, it's a different, yeah. <laughs> it's a, well, a podcast, whatever. But I got to admit, there. I mean, when somebody's... It's one thing if you get a lower shelf whiskey and add Coke. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if that makes you happy, go for it. But if you're buying a single malt and they're like, you know, I like to add several large gallons of water or... You know, uh, can I add some Coke to this? And it's just like, no. No, you can't. Like a 25-year-old Glen Kinchy no. and you add you are, ginger ale to it, you're, or taking you are, shots of it, you're a bad yeah, person. You are legally allowed to pimp slap them. <laughs> it's just, it's. I saw the law somewhere, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It was right next to Punch and Nazi, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, not as, it's not as appropriate, no. but it's close. Yeah, um, it's a step or two away. but Yeah, but I mean, most people would understand. I also have seen people who are like, ice cube, ice cube, ice cube, ice cube. Oh. It's like, water can open it up. I am not going to say it has to be neat. Huh. Mostly, I am... I was... I, out of, what would you say, out of the whatever hundred Right, plus, out, out of the 360 plus that we've had. Like, <laughs> the, the, there are a fair number that, that adding the water was quartered where we liked it better. Really? Yeah, but whiskey stones exist for a reason. And you're not well, adding water to it. But chilling it down can I've, be nice. I'll see, I I've like got, it warmed. And I've I've got me whiskey stones. No. Uh, I do. But I will say that I prefer neat most of the time. Yeah. Same. But there are some scotches where a small amount of water lets it open up and the, the nose and the taste is better. Well, that's exciting. They're they're technically around most of these are forty forty percent. Um, or 40, 40 to yeah, 42, 42 is the base, yeah. And they're supposed to, air quotes for those of you at home, uh, be at about 38, 35 36. to 38 is, is the sweet spot, quote oh, unquote. Really? So they're anticipating okay. the addition of a little water. Hmm. I think they're wrong <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. But it's it's been, it's happened. We're also talking like three drops of water oh. for a for a. You know, about half of this will be gone, and then we'll do a couple drops. That's the reason we have the eyedroppers. Oh, that makes sense. So we don't lose Because we've had a few unfortunate incidents of, well, just blah, 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 dribble blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, I've ruined it. Give me more scotch. And, um, and so it is a very small amount of water. It is not, here, let me pour this over a bunch of ice cubes kind yeah. of ruining. That said, though, there have been a few that we've had on the show where... After the show, that's exactly what I've done with it, and sometimes it was for the better. So well, yeah. that there are, there are times. a few where you're like, "I'll run run it through the the vacuum cleaner bag and see if that improves it," and you know, and it does. It doesn't hurt it. <laughs> and then there's a few. It's like I have this with ginger ale. Yeah, like we, we we've we've mentioned that yep. that's kind of our damning with faint praise. It's like I'm not going to pour this out, but I'm not going to pour it down my gullet either, Aww. unless I've got something to camouflage it. And there are a few, and a lot of the ones that we say this would go well with ginger ale is because ginger ale will almost completely mask it. So like it's just spiked ginger ale, and 
That's okay. That's the wine equivalent of, oh, I could make sangria with this, mm. <laughs> which I have done. So, shell. Oh, <gasps> yeah. It is a darker color. Yeah, we've we got, we got oh, a nice deep dark. amber. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, we well, usually accuse good. them of adding caramel coloring. Well, but that was Dave's shtick. That was Dave's shtick. I don't yeah. think they do. At least I don't know they why you would. No, the the color is imported by the the wood. Well, it, it, right, and and that's going over. It's it, aging. It, it's going to depend on the wood. If it's a first fill, you're not going to need to bother because you're going to have a lot more of of, of the previous thing m- moving in. But if mm-hmm. you know you're on your third or fourth mm-hmm. run of the barrel, I don't know how many times they actually make yeah. a barrel, but like. The more times it's used, the less you're going to get color from the barrel and stuff for consistency. They well, it does vary from company to company. So oh, absolutely. And the barrel's used. And, yeah. Fresh barrel, charred a, oak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting a nice, warm, like, um, some base vanilla. Oh, yeah. Maybe a hint of cinnamon. Do you smell some peat? Yeah, I, I yes to the Very cinnamon and vanilla. Um, it, yeah, there's a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, yes, I, I will I, I will let the cat out of the bag. This is peated. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a special thing about the peating of this, which I'll Ooh. go into a little bit later. Okay. And this happily, I'm, I'm restraining myself. Occasionally, I get a little over-enthusiastic with nosing. And if you're ever wondering what scotch up your nose is like... Oh, it burns. It burns. It burns a Deep lot. Deep into the sub yeah, parts he, he, of your heart. He, he, he's taking the nosing a little too seriously. <laughs> Down into the cockles. It's, Maybe even it, the subcockles. You become one with the scotch in a way that isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't taste anything. <laughs> there is a way to smell wine that you do with nose and mouth, too, that I yeah. have accidentally, well, slightly drowned. But, you know, it was worth it. <laughs> but I've learned to maybe not take it quite that hard. Things not so, to say. So, so, so I, I, I hate phrasing it this way, but the nose I'm getting, it's it's like you stuck fireball whiskey in vanilla Coke. Oh no, you just ruined I, it for me. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say, and I'm I'm stretching it here, but what it makes oh, me it think of really is plum. <laughs> oh sure, a fruity a fruity plumness. I, I like that better, like, but it does taste. It smells like vanilla Coke. All right, fine. You, you did Dr. Pepper instead of Coke. That's okay. Right. Oh, man, now I smell the fireball. That's, you've ruined yep, it. You've ruined it. it. Now, now this is okay, just going to be Okay, you're going to have to put on the asshole shoes. No, no, no. I, I, I need to put on the, ah, the power of suggestion has returned. <laughs> well, I was like, it's sweet. I need to go There's on Tinder something. right now. No, no um, it smells like freaking. <laughs> it smell like vanilla Coke. God dang it. Oh, that's interesting. I've, I've moved on to the Oh, you moved phase. on to the drinking. Oh, well, I uh, guess I'll yeah, join you. Yeah, please do. Um, allspice? Oh! Oh, that is spicy. Yeah. Huh. And not in a, not in a, a, a lot of, a lot of them have a pepper from, a pepper finish. Which isn't bad, Mm -hmm. but it it isn't remarkable. This has a whole lot of, of stuff going on in the body. It has a nice upfront, no, uh, mouthfeel, but that aftertaste. The aftertaste is a little interesting. I I didn't know if that was just Hmm. me. Because the first sip of it, I was like, "Woo! Oh, this is oh, my tongue is pleasantly tingly." The tingly yeah, it's nice. It's got a nice spice to it, which I've not really tasted in the mm-hmm. scotch before. Forty-three percent. So, you know, uh, maybe some water. With right that. around normal. It is the high. There's something normal. about yeah. the aftertaste that's a yeah, little. Yeah, the aftertaste is really uh, it's odd. It's different. Although I'm in, I'm actually enjoying the aftertaste. I, I oh. mean, I get where you're coming from that it's got a distinct aftertaste. Yeah. It's a smoky um, aftertaste. There is a smoke component, definitely. A lot of spice. 
It's a Belgian waffle cooked on a campfire. Definitely coats the mouth. It yes. The thing is, I'm not a fan of tannins. Oh, okay. and so that might be it. It's well, I'm not finding this a particularly tannic finish, and so I'm enjoying it more uh, than a lot. I don't. It's rare that I like. It has to be super oaky for me to really dislike it. I don't like um, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh. Because a lot of them are very oaky. They are. Oh, see, I love that. See, I'm a, I'm an oak lover. Um, and I just find them bland. Oh, it's funny. My little wine heart. Sorry, that's about the only wine I won't happily drink. Oh, I'm, you're I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm a Malbec person. Oh, so. oh, I do love a Malbec. See, I I'm a wine person. Normally, I'm winer, winer, Scotch or whiskey or I, things. I like to say I'm and an cigars. apprentice wine snob. I do like cigars. I have the snobbiness down. Oh, but I don't know anything. Well. When I have a wine podcast, you and I will work well, I will Maybe you and Don can resurrect Screw It. Oh, we've talked about I, it. Actually. I will happily uh, display my ignorance and enjoyment because I do not think those are mutually exclusive. Oh, no, not at all. No, uh, I had, um, in grad school, I had a professor who was an actual wine snob. He wasn't a snob. He was the farthest from. But he knew his mm. wines. And he was very much a, if you find a $5 wine that you love... Oh, Get it? Do you, I mean, because I was trying to talk to him about wines and get a better understanding because he had he'd done some wines. Oh yeah, and he's like, I've yeah, I've found some sixty dollars wines that are really tasty. I've also found some five dollars wines that I enjoy quite a bit. Absolutely, Although, most people are scared of twelve dollars bottles of uh, hard liquor, but if you find Old Overholt, it's one of the best ryes I've ever had. It's about twelve to fifteen dollars a bottle. And Apothic Red is still one of my favorite wines out there, my, and it's like eight dollars. My parents used to drink uh, get they get a case, and and of uh, Windsor Vineyards. I don't. It's a Southern California. Vineyard, oh, okay. Uh, or a California vineyard, and they would get a case of Adequate White. <laughs> that was the name of the wine. Oh, it's great. The, I and want they that. They finally just... changed it to a more than adequate wine. <laughs> they were just like, oh, come on. It's just adequate. And we got it. They would call back every year or so and say, would you like to order another case? And my parents would be like, no, we have about two thirds to go. <laughs> oh, they weren't, they weren't fast wine drinkers. But I loved this. As a kid, I loved the smell and I thought it tasted terrible because, oh. well, I was. You know, a young kid. When I was fortunately in Carcassonne in the south of France, they had uh, jugs, gallon jugs for five euro, and uh, the red had to be dumped down the sink. The white was actually quite tasty. Was it quite adequate? (laughs) It was... And I want to make it clear, the reason I'm laughing is because it was Carcassonne, and now all I can picture is as you're walking along, our giant playing tiles going, whoop! <laughs> because, you know. That's for those, fair. For those that know board games, it's uh, very fair. It's a fun game. You know, now that we've sat with it for a second, I get your campfire. Because there is that, like... Smoky thing. I actually have a feeling that a couple drops of water might indeed. Right. See, and this is this is the big difference is we're putting in, and you know you can sometimes we've we've had it where it's a couple drops and you drink some and then you put a couple more drops to see yeah, I is it working. Two. I started with two as well, and it it really can make it different, but sometimes it just wipes everything out. Well, it's moved the chocolate for me, so I'm going to go with it's different. That is different. Oh, that's it. Changed the aftertaste. The, the nose has definitely added 
the smokiness has, has moved, peatiness, sorry, has moved to the four. That is frickin'. See, I'm still just mostly getting chocolate. I get your chocolate, actually. Almost a chocolate orange. The like, orange is really subtle, but the, the, the chocolate is strong, and there's certainly something in the chocolate. Like the um, whack on the table? No, oranges. it's more like a little bit of orange peel in the chocolate, not, mm. not suffused with the orange oil. Oh, I put two more drops in, and that changed. Now I like the aftertaste. That is fascinating. But, see, and that's now a lot of scotches, though. You huh. add uh, water, and it all it does is it takes everything to half. Yeah. It's like the nose is mostly gone, and the taste is like not. It's not gone. It's not suddenly not. But it's still meh. But you're just like, huh? Well, all right. See, I, that was something. Now I, I did three drops, and the taste for me has moved to smoky acetone. So I'm still getting good, good spiciness. I'm getting a two part finish. I'm really enjoying the first part of the finish. The second part of the finish, there's a. I'm not sure I would go with acetone, but I think I know There's what an astringent. Yeah. Yep, there is. I added one drop too many, I think. But... I feel it. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a great example of playing around with water can change yeah. the, the how it how it is read. But you can also imagine if you threw ice cubes in this. Uh. Well, as, as has been pointed out, I one of the things with temperature is... It deadens the taste buds yes. to the yep. perception of the taste, and so if you chill it way down, yep. the flavor yeah. starts. And to it also the makes the alcohol burn much more subtle too, because oh. the alcohol will be. See, I should have kept it at two drops because two drops just did a little opening, and it changed the aftertaste to a nicer, like smoky thing. And then I added accidentally. I'm just gonna do one more, and two went in, and but, now, yeah. Yeah, you know, I have Scotch Rocks, and I'm glad I do, but I rarely... I agree. You know, I don't feel start to chill it down, it's, you lose a bit of the uh, I, I don't feel mine adjust the temperature enjoyment. enough to justify bothering to, like, <clears throat> wash them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. I've just, I've never liked it cold. I've always liked whiskey and Scotch warm, or room temperature. You get to enjoy the full, full flavor that way. I, I will say that one thing I'm enjoying, whether it's an ideal finish, it is hanging around. It that is, is mm-hmm. it is not one of these where you're like, mm, it had a finish and it's done. It's got no, it lingers. This is this has got a nice. I enjoy it up front, but I, not the the tail end. I, I really do agree with the up front, the smokiness. I really like that, and I like the spicy smoky. But then once it's gone, it is a little astringent for me. I, I, I've gone and followed suit and added a little extra water to the little bit I had left, and yeah, the the like astringentiness of it is is even stronger. So yeah. there's definitely a water limit on this that is fairly low. Two drops was good. Three drops too many. <laughs> so that's like, I mean, how would you do that? Well, it it depends on how much you've poured. Oh, that makes sense. And then you know you throw a couple drops in just as a default if you. It really comes down to if you enjoyed it neat more than you enjoyed it wet, the going to wet is for fun and, and you know, how is this different? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm playing around with it. If you felt that neat, it was a little bit too much something and you liked it wet, then what you do is you pour yourself a full glass and instead oh. of a, a tasting sample, and then you can play around with it a little bit. And if you know you're... You're getting a full measure of scotch. 
couple drops are not going to have the impact it did here. Right. Right. And and then you can really calibrate. I like this scotch in a full serving with five drops, and then I'm happy. I, oh. Or just it's too much of a pain. I'm going to drink it neat. Screw that. I've never it's, honestly thought of adding this little bit of water before. That has never crossed my mind. So this is fascinating. Now we have to buy these. The, <laughs> I, I have quite a few. I might let you walk away with one. Oh, thank you. Parting gift. So let's see. What would we do next? The, reading, the reading. The reading of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, would we like our lovely performers who are stage folk to perhaps do <laughs> the well, reading so that you can have a break? I was well. What I was going to say is, this is well. Uh, we are more than happy to have our guests read it. You should be aware this is a pretentious reading. Oh, then my guess oh, is yours. This oh, is well, not, thank you. This so is kind. not an informative reading. This is a pretentious reading, and you're the, choosing the manner of your style as you wish. Oh my! I would like this in Regency, please. Um, oh, yes. I use I use RP. There you go. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> Cold peated. This is the first cold peated whiskey in history. Traditional methods burn. Burn peat. Destroying the subtle complexities it acquires over millennia. We invented the Aitken County process of cold peating to infuse our American single malt with the essence of ancient bogs found in Minnesota's boreal forest. Aged less than one year, oh my, each sip is an incomparably deep, with a rich, earthy, and herbaceous finish. Oh my. Thank you for your pretentious reading. One year? Yeah, that's... That would explain it. That's... Well... So bad. No, no. So, so, so the thing is, for a true Scotch in Scotland... To qualify for being called a scotch, it needs to be aged for three years. And it needs to be oh. a single malt. There, there, there's certain rules. Single malt as well. Anything that is oh. a single malt whiskey outside of Scotland, the rules. Whether or not it can qualify for competition being only a year, that will depend on the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but for instance, uh, try aging three years in India and you're going to have so little of what you started with left that, you know, it's a different thing. So depending on your environment determines how much you need to age to have the equivalent of the same time. Also why the more, the older the scotch is, the more expensive it is because there's so much less in the barrel given the loss of the angel share. What uh, is it? I always forget. Four to seven? On an average. In Scotland, I want to say it's like three to six. Again, so I mean, it's 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 breathing. What it's breathing through the barrel, Mm -hmm. and if you're by the seashore, you get the saltiness, and if you're in India, you tend they have them uh, amrut, which is the one I know Mm. uh, from India. Some really nice scotches, by the way. If you're ever like, I want to get something a little different. If if you're into that sort of thing. I don't like him. Oh, no? Well, but... I'd like to try things. He's an idiot. Oh, so. Um, I see. Listen no, I, to one. I've, I've <laughs> greatly enjoyed the Emirates I've had. And you're getting a much higher percentage. I, it's, it's 10 or 12%. Yeah, and, and, and... Where and, the and, hell are they getting their peat? Their, 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 stuff, their stuff generally isn't peated. They, they yeah, do have so a peated expression. Okay. 
Basically, um, not genuine sketch. Did import peat. Well, not not, not everything is not everything is peat fired. Um, yeah. all, mostly only the things on the Isle of Isla are, are peat fired. Everything else is. That was not um, my understanding. No, not okay. not not everything has to be peat fired. But um, the the distilling process does have to well have to does tend to follow the standard you know distilling process for a scotch and if it doesn't say a different grain it's the traditional scots or scotch scotch uh, expression it's okay were you practicing before <laughs> um, we're, we're a few months out of practice at yeah. this point <laughs> but the the thing is that Outside of Scotland, you get a lot of variation, and sometimes that's interesting, and sometimes that's just variation. Yeah. The Minnesota I, version of interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pleasantly surprised at that one year. Well, here's the other real problem. They have, uh, this, is, this is the distiller's dilemma. Um, I should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, is the longer it distills, or it, it, um, it sits the more valuable it becomes. But as you pointed out, you also have less every year. But here's the other thing. You're storing it and not selling it. Uh. So how long do you want, how long can you afford to not sell what you're distilling? And, and How much storage do you have? Yeah. So I'm a little surprised that they are like, one year! Because <laughs> that's, that's like... It's a baby. Well, for but, for for an American single mold, actually, it's, yeah. it's middle age to possibly even late middle age. Oh. Uh, yeah, we we have yet to find an American single mold aged more than two and a half years on this show. Given how dark the color was, and it was only a year in that barrel, I have to say they added some coloring. E- either that, or it was a like first fill, or maybe second Could fill. Be. Could be. Or it's possible yeah. that something with the cold peating makes it darker by default. Oh. That's that, oh, this, this, that, this that is that could be true, oh. given that it's infused. Is, oh. there, is there more? There was a bit more. I thought that was just the alcohol content. What what else oh. is there? Oh, is it the, the other? There's another side. Brother Justice was a prohibition era monk <laughs> who showed Minnesota's bootlegging farmers the Benedictine way. Oh. You either do it our way, or we'll give you the Benedictine way. <laughs> he taught them to make whiskey with respect for the craft, so he was a lawbreaker. Oh, gotcha. And a brother. Care for the land and love for the people. His commitment to teaching the distilling arts lifted families out of poverty, bootleggers, and made Minnesota whiskey world-famous bootleggers. <laughs> Inspired by his example, we humbly bring you this product of our own belief, a liquid derived from invention, hard work, and love, created in earnest, offered in joy. I've never had something created from love in that particular way. I'm a little disturbed. I was hoping grain. Well, but love can be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey uh, we're, we're distilling some love over here. You want to come and distill with us? I'm, I'm just going to go. Nope. My brain went to a really lot of bad places. Yeah. Yeah. Who listens to this? So I should just <laughs> I mean, we, we do not have a clean reading, so it's fine. Okay, good. Hey, it's okay. I'm like, uh, we're so in love over here. Where did you want to put this? Has been, this came from love. Do you want this in your mouth? <laughs> You can trust us. We're Benedictine monks. Totally. We know. Uh, 
Yeah, all kinds of that. No, no, no places. Lots of no places. We're law-breaking brothers. I'm just a little disturbed about the being like he was a Benedictine monk during Prohibition who taught everyone to distill whiskey. (laughs) So yeah, the communion line ain't gonna make itself. Damn it. (laughs) Um. All right. So scoring. Hmm. Um. I liked it. I. I found it interesting. Yeah, there were minor flaws to it. Uh, the, I mean, the finish wasn't ideal, but I thought the the taste and the, the nose was pleasant, and the the initial body was remarkable. I'm gonna go three five five. For me personally, if it's a four or greater, I'm gonna run out and try and buy it because mm. that was really good. I'll happily pick up a three five if I find it on sale. Three is like, I don't mind having it uh, if it's inexpensive. Like the uh, Isla Storm from Trader Joe's. That's a, I'll have, I always have a bottle of that in the house. Oh, well, I don't know if I've had that. It, it's fantastic stuff and it's 25 and, bucks. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it is honestly the best. 25 or 30. Yeah. Not even that anymore. It's still. It hasn't has it gotten cheaper? It's, That's, it, it was, it was 24 or 23 the last time I saw it. All right. But it's. It is a solid... Well, let's finish with this one. <laughs> I, I kind of spoiled it earlier. I, I, this is better than average, but I don't think it's particularly spectacular. Um, I, Perrin scored it a little bit higher than... I, I'm going to give it a 3-4. Um, like, it's, it's good. I like the little peat. Definitely neat. Um, the, the, the water did not really seem to help it for me. Uh, I like the spiciness. It, it's a little burny up front, but, you know, it, it's not you know too bad. We certainly had worse... And you know, for for a American single malt, uh, you know, three four is not a bad score. No. They've, they've generally not done well with us. They, they're no. lucky to make a three. So the the fact that the the local is doing all right uh, makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see what they would be like after three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let it go. go next. Good. Me. Okay. Uh oh, this is tough because I I've never judged whisk or scotch before. There's no wrong. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think because uh, I did. I really liked the upfront. I loved like the minute it went in my mouth, there was that like kind of spicy, smoky that was really exciting and fun. But I didn't like the aftertaste very much, and unfortunately, the water didn't necessarily help with that. So I'm trying to think like, would I sit down and want to drink a lot of it? Ugh. At first, I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give it like a 3-2. I, I enjoyed the upfront spice, but overall I would never go out and buy a bottle of this. So it's drinkable, so I'll give it a straight 3. All right. I now want to, I'm curious, we try not to ask about price before um, scoring because we don't want to bias the, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a That's taste fair. score, yeah. not a value score. How, how did this one... <sighs> I want to say it was something like seventy. Oh, oh boy, that's a really little, okay. It's pretty pricey for that. I would not that. have guessed. Yeah, that. that's a little more than I would. It was, yeah, and and I would have thought maybe now I got it on I sale, so I don't think I paid the full seventy. But I want to say the list price was sixty-five or seventy. Uh, anybody wants to check it out? I'm pretty sure I got this at Lynn Lake. Oh, gotcha. We like to try and see, you know, mm-hmm. afterwards. When we were talking earlier about some of the disappointments on the shelf behind us, or the wall behind us, they are gorgeous, 
They have these are rare earth magnets that hold the case, the wooden case, closed around the bottles. Oh, wow, oh. they're beautiful. They are, and and if they sold them, I would hap- happily pick one up. The scotch that came with it wasn't worth the price of the the holder. Oh, that's sad. They they there was was it Bunnahaven or no? No, the, high, the, uh, they're Highland Parks. Highland Parks. And Highland typically good. What's that? I typically like Highland Parks. It's not that we hate Highland Parks. We, we've been we've been fifty percent with <clears throat> Highland Parks. I think <clears throat> it, they, they've been fairly hit or miss with us. The problem with these is that their baseline they, is good. Yeah, or well, they were they want to spend were a little like, twenty five the twenty five years. Well, that's fantastic. still part of that's still the the, the the baseline. It's not a specialty. Yeah, most and, of the specialties have not done well. And with they us. Sure. they did these, and there's Freya, Odin. Thor and Loki. Loki. Oh, okay. Ah. And hence the dragon-headed. You know, that makes the, sense. Uh, and the what was it? The Freya or the Odin? The Odin was the good one. The, the, the one in the black was tasty. Uh, we enjoyed that one. The rest were not terrible, but they were eh. Uh, and do you wish to know how much they were? I actually do want to know. Probably close to okay. 150, pushing two. <laughs> Three no. hundred. Uh, three. Yeah. That, you are kidding. So, so, so the, the, the ones in, in the paler wood, those were two seventy five. Odin was three. No. And oh, when no, I have a three hundred dollars scotch, I expect it to be amazing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we were bitterly disappointed. Oh. They were maybe adequate at best. Yeah. They weren't. They were nothing special. And we really. Got the feeling it was, we're going to make this great packaging, and we're going to make it a big deal that we're doing these, the four Norse gods, and we're not going to bother, like, having a scotch that is worth it. So they just went yeah. all novelty. Mm-hmm. Aw. Yeah. It gets worse, the story. No! Because... <laughs> The marketing success of that round led to the fire and ice, which are the ones that you see in these mountain-shaped bottles. Those were three fifty. And were considerably worse. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I think the average score of them was like a two three. Oh no! That is so yeah. Wh- sad. Wh- one of them was almost pour out the sink from someone. You are kidding! I want to say it was the ice and not the fire. I think so. Oh, that uh, is so sad. But they they are deeply terrible. Ah! Mm-hmm. But the containers are oh, lovely. Oh, they're beautiful. And that's. That's really the, the the sadness that we've seen. You know, we love scotch. And the the only the negative that I have is that they've bumped up the prices because they can. Yeah. And Some of it was the tariffs that were <coughs> implemented a couple of years ago. Absolutely. There was, you know, inflation, tariffs, etc. Did you have the Game of Thrones themed White Walker? Uh, we, we, we had most of the Game of Thrones ones. I can't remember if the White Walker was one that we missed or not. That was one that had a fun bottle at it. When you put it in the freezer, that's when the, the White Walker would kind of show up. I got, I got the ones that I contributed from Costco. Oh. And, you know, I, they weren't horrifically expensive they were in the 50 plus plus minus range and they were varying levels of okay slightly disappointing to slightly and above okay i mean so uh, generally speaking we weren't amazed but it was not a ripoff like the the highland parks that 
And the problem is that I think what has really been damaging to Scotch has been the need that they have to come out with new expressions on a very regular basis. Mm. Because, yeah, there's some of us who are like, I have a this. So, you know, I, I, I always enjoyed uh, the cigar malt um, mm. until they bumped the price way up. Uh, Edredur 10 is a delicious uh, young scotch. But they were like, you know, we need to keep the interest up. And so we're going to come out with a this and a that and a this and a that. Mm. And sometimes they're good. And sometimes it's like you just have to. Somebody was like, it's crap, but it'll come out this year. <laughs> I mean, the bottle. scotch snobs would never touch a blended. But speaking of Costco, their oh. $19.99 blended scotch is excellent. It's always very good. Well, the, the good news is, with Dave gone, the, the major impediment to having blends on this show is gone. I, oh. Perrin and I have mostly said, you know, we, should, we still want to focus on the single malts, because that, that's where you get a broader variety. Yeah. The, what yeah. a blend does is... Consistency. Consistency, yep. and, and makes it general for all palates. Yeah. And so most blends have a similar profile. Yes. Each is different, mm-hmm. but, but they're all very samey compared to what a single malt is going to be. Right. So you get a lot more, oh, that's nice. So oh, that's nice. So the right. only reason we would do them on the show is basically for you want to explore whiskey, you've never had anything, you want to try something, and you want our opinion of what this is. Oh, and, gotcha. and, or, you know, that, that's awesome. You actually want our opinion. Um, <laughs> but beyond that, like... The, well, there's something. Of... There's a few rare instances where it doesn't qualify as a single malt mm-hmm. because they did something that makes it not. But it's not a standard blended like you go and I would like. It's uh, not a Dewar's or a Johnny Walker. It's or, or uh, a, uh, something Grouse. Oh, the the, the famous Grouse. Famous yeah. Grouse. <laughs> it's, apparently, it's not so famous. <laughs> I can remember the name, but some won't agree. But I like Johnny Blue. I think it's oh, a fantastic blue is, blend. Blue is nice. It, well, it, that's, nice the, that's the high-end one, and if you want to drop $180 on a bottle, fine. Sure. Um, I mean, honestly, I've enjoyed, other than, what's their lowest red? The red. The red is The red, the red, the red is, is, is a great stain remover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a blend that with some ginger ale. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's... It's fiery and not, not the way that's like, ooh, yay, no. fiery. <laughs> it's like, it, oh, it's, no, it's, it's fiery. Sort of, it's somebody taking... A really jagged uh, scraper, and just going rip. Well, there's the top layer gone, and I'm not even worried. To, just saying, top layer or what? Your tongue, your esophagus, the table. Oh, it burns. Doesn't wrap. Its top layer is just taken oh, off. I've never had it, now I'm glad. Yeah, don't yeah, don't do that. Black, <laughs> not bad. Not black. Black's alright. Well, I've had not, black. Yeah, black Trickable. is adequate. Yeah. Uh, gold is pretty tasty. Uh, there's like two between black and blue, and I it's like gold and something. Platinum, I think. Is that between, or is that... that, that it's before blue. They keep coming out with other colors in between. Oh. It, and, 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 and there's a non-color something between them as well that I think I got in mm. that mixed box set of, of Johnny blue. Walker that I yeah. got that maybe we'll do on the show now that Dave's not here. But, um, but the thing is that, um, you know, no, Johnny... But... And and this is this is true whether you're talking Johnny Walker Black or uh, like um, Glenlivet Twelve. Oh, I'm sorry. They, I love Glenlivet. No, nothing. No, no, no. The, the the thing is, those are always the goal of the companies that make them. They will always be the same. Yeah. Any. It doesn't matter whether it's this year's 
uh, right. mixed or Glenlivet 12. Glenlivet 12 tastes like Glenlivet 12. It's true. And that is a strength. It's also why I tend not to ever buy it at a bar because I can buy a bottle so much so cheaper, cheaper and pour it at home if I want Glenlivet 12. Yeah. I, I'm always like, I, I'm sadly, I'm, I'm cheap. Oh, so but, but I generally don't, <laughs> I generally won't drink scotch at bars because they will have Glenlivet 12, um, Macallan 12. Glenfiddich 12 and yeah. maybe Laphroaig 10. Yeah, and I love Laphroaig. The others are I find okay. My my mother-in-law would give me a bottle of Glenlivet Special Reserve every year. For, yeah, no complaints. But, I love um, Glenlivet. The, they're the same mm-hmm. every year, and you're never going to get a... Their goal is to never give you a different taste. Right. So... Well, a shot of Johnny Blue can cost you 40 bucks. Yeah. And and so my oh you're gonna want to put a little water in your glass yeah, and dry it out if you have not already done deal already um, done and so I didn't the, know if I dried it though oh, that's nice. oh I love that's best. almost as good as a cork with yep. on a wine glass a um, wine bottle okay so we are now wine. going with the yes. dampf work oh uh, which I select I mean I appreciated you guys picking the black. Tardis-shaped bottle, <laughs> but I also enjoyed the name Dampfwerk with a W-E-R-K. Ooh. Ooh. You know, more werky. We're going <laughs> to Rihanna this. We're going to work it. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, while this pour is getting going, I, I, I know Thanks, we're, we're probably going to run a little long this time, but you know, it's been a while. Specifically, our guests were invited because uh, not only will they be in a few things at Convergence, which is coming up soon, yes, but they are both going to be in a Fringe show, and we, we are trying to promote uh, some Fringe shows. So tell us about the show that you're in. Oh. I mean, the title is John Wick by Tim Wick, no relation. <laughs> so it goes through all four John Wick films in a yes. short, I think it's probably about a 50, 45 minute Long production. Damn it, no, I'm going to actually have to watch those films. I know. Well, actually, funny uh, confession. So do I. Cause <laughs> you will be watching them, trust me. I've never watched them. We just did a read-through on Sunday. It was a very funny script already. Pam, so. pam, 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 pam. We'll be using Nerf guns. Yes. I've now the, summarized the films. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the whole premise of the films, though, was uh, the director was a former uh, choreographer, and he was like, I want to make... A film that just uses the, the coolest stunts possible, and there are some incredible takedowns. Mm-hmm. I got asked to do the stage combat for this show, and it's not going to be nearly as incredible. But uh, <laughs> there will be nerf darts all over the stage. Guaranteed. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so it's a it's a nice concise retelling. Um, partly because Tim Wick, the writer. It's been asked multiple times. Oh, you're related to John Wick? <laughs> That's a character, no. not a real person. <laughs> so nice. yeah. Next time I see Tim, I'm going to introduce him to somebody, even like Pat, his wife. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is John Wick's cousin. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. He'll love you for it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, he loves me for so many things already. <laughs> What's one more? His brother that does a great deal of travel and internationally, and he gets asked very odd things by some of the gate agents. God. <laughs> that's really sad. Yes, <laughs> I know. It? Oh, well. Yeah. 
Well, the, the, the good news is I, I can say that, that my history of watching Tim do comedic takes on the stage that are takeoffs of movies, oh. it, it's something that, that, that's one of his shticks. He does mm-hmm. it fairly frequently. It, and they've all been incredible. I, I loved his yeah. sequel to The Breakfast Club. I loved Ew. Highlander the Musical. Um, I, I, I loved his Top Gun. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done a lot of good stuff. And he's so I'm, so I'm, I'm looking he's forward to... He's a terrific writer. Yes. I, I, anytime and he stars in it. Yeah, he does yeah. in this one. Yeah, if he ever writes something and goes, so Angel, I'm like, yes. Oops, sorry. I just not. I just did a podcast faux pas and hit the table. It's okay. <laughs> Worst things happen. This is essentially a podcast faux pas. The, the podcast itself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. Now, are at Convergence, are you doing... Oh, yeah. Um, well, let's... Let's. You're, so you are. Do you are. Are you doing anything connected with John Wick? The no. So you're doing something different. Oh yes. gosh, so many things. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I, as, as one of the heads of programming, I I, I know that Angela's a busy girl. <laughs> I I'm very fortunate where I get to do a lot of work at Convergence, which I absolutely adore. So I get to do. Um, I'm one of the puppeteers for the Connie and Mark II. Uh, are you familiar with Convergence? Uh, yes. Yeah. He's one of the founding from- directors. So, oh, do you know this thing you made? Yeah. Um, it's lovely. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I remember it, yeah. That's hilarious. I, I didn't know that. I, so, no, that's all right. All right. That's <laughs> no. totally okay. No, I, 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 I got the good giggle. It's like, ooh, I'm, I'm just... No, I, I would like I to introduce... Do you know that proposed, this is scotch? Yeah. Um, I, pro- you- <laughs> I proposed to my wife at the end of uh, the opening ceremony on main stage. Oh, my gosh. I was there. And, and the first person to congratulate us was Peter Mayhew. Oh, but it it's not he, it's not hard for him because he just sort of reaches over everyone. His arm would have unfolded oh, yeah. several times. And <laughs> you know, him and his wife I mean, I'm very sad that he's passed away. But him and his wife, if you put them end to end, you got a twelve foot banquet table. <laughs> she was a five foot Texan. Wow. Yeah, it was hilarious to see those two oh together. Oh my gosh. Because you know, he was a very quiet originally British man. Oh. And she was not. (laughs) (laughs) Far cry from that. But, well, yes. So now, embarrassingly so, I'll tell you more about Convergence, this thing that do know about it. (laughs) Well, he stepped away a while ago. He's forgotten. Yeah. Convert who? Um, And we also do want to save enough for next... Oh, finish up this podcast. Yeah, yeah there will the be more for that. Then you'll have to listen to the next one where I'll yes. tell you what we're doing. It's a teaser trailer. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, damn it, now I have to make sure the next one's out on time. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> You're welcome. My Peter job Pressure. here is Peter done. <laughs> what else can I ruin? <laughs> you, you, you think being unemployed, I'd have nothing but time to do that, but no, no. I'll find reasons not to do it. Yeah, yeah. The being unemployed just means that you have to work harder at not doing the things that you yeah. have to do. Oh, no. Because I, they've I, taken away the major, oh, I'm so, I'm so tired from work, I, <laughs> I just need to lie down. No, I'm, I'm a ninth degree black belt in procrastination. We're, we're fine. <laughs> I, yeah. Well played, sir. I mean, I, I, I am going on a four-day road trip this weekend, so this is why, like, the first episode that we're recording right now, spoiler warning, needs to come out, like, two days from now. And so, yeah, I'm going to have a fun couple of days since I also wanted to actually get some time in the bartending school before I left. And, yeah, mm. it's mm, time. I hate it. All right. Well, now well, I've time stamped him, so he's doomed. <laughs> I'll just cut the bit where you said that it was going to... Dang it. We'll fix it in post. Oh, this reminds me of something. Scotch! Oh, my gosh! <laughs> was that it? Hmm. Gingerbread? 
Yeah, it has a very interesting nose. I mean, a non... What I think of as non-traditional. Yes, okay. It does taste like... Is it weird to say it tastes like it's mixed? No. Okay. There, there, honestly, there is no right, wrong, appropriate, or, or, or otherwise with anything you perceive. It mm. is... I mean, we make fun of professional uh, scotch people because if you read their descriptions... I am I am convinced they have a wheel of tastes and they just spin it. Yeah. Uh black licorice and Star at it. Menthol cigarettes and Mustard Green. Partially smoked cigar. Pavement tar. And I always am like there's some some of them where you're like, okay, I get that. And some where you're like, okay, you may have a super Sophisticated palate and nose, but come on. Oh, I know. If I, I mean, like every wine I pick up, is there's always a hint of blackberry, <laughs> black currant, or black, black cherry. Yeah, it's something black. Yeah, isn't there is. Yes. I like the smell of this. It's very light and smooth, and I, but I'll, I get the gingerbread reference. I, yeah, I'm, I really do smell I'm, ginger. I'm I'm sadly moving away from gingerbread into banana bread, and I wish ah, I could go back. Yes, no. He's not a fan of bananas. Oh, I love bananas. More power to the bananas. Potassium um, for the win. I will I will try and give you a compromise. It's zucchini bread. I'm actually, oh my gosh, I was literally going to be like, if I was going to say anything, it'd be zucchini bread. Well, at, at least we all agree there's definitely a, a solid, like... There is a bready. Bread Yeasty. thing. Yeah. That has some sort of, like, oh, a light smell. sweetness. Yeah. But not a, not a Highland Scotch... Um, Punch in the punch in the face flowers. Yeah, no, this is I I love the smell of this. It's very gentle. It smells like it's gonna be a, something I could drink. You know, like those. There's one. Like, I keep going back to wine. Go for it. Oh oh crap! So this is one we should just have, have as a candle. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh no! Now, now, it's, now it's your moved. endorsement is uh, <laughs> it's very strong. Now it's moved into fruitcake. This this is going all over the place for me. Oh, oh. my man, taste it now. <laughs> That does not taste like it smells. Oh God, this is bad. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. Oh I my God. I no. Take so much glee. Oh. <laughs> the face that is being made right now fills I'm, me with glee. Usually, usually I'm the one. That oh does my the God. Face. I haven't drank like, pine salt before. Look at parents' face. Look at parents' face. Oh God. And, and I'm I'm enjoying with oh, inappropriate wow. no, that for... other people are like yep that's what I look like that's bad through and through oh my throat <laughs> don't ever buy that well, I will say if you have a oh bacterial infection <laughs> you don't need antibiotics just grab this and go wow. and it, it's is your table 40, dirty wipe it down 43% so I mean sometimes we've not checked oh. and, and it's been 56 and you're like oh cask strength that's why it just sort of removed several things yep. it shouldn't. Okay, let's dilute it and see how it goes. Ooh. This is 43, so it's a little higher than your, your average. Oh, we'll God. see how water, but... <laughs> Whee! That... Oh, it's pine salt and star anise. I can't even remember what it tastes like. like. stardust. <laughs> it burns. I literally... All I remember is pain. <laughs> Oh, it's, it, it, it's warming all right, and it. And oh, it's, it, it, it'll so, warm you up like any other sketch would, but the, at the, what the, cost? Like I said, the, the amusement is they all made a great face, and again, because I've had the fortune slash misfortune of having oh, tasted these, all. I knew God. what I was in for. Wish I'd so done I done them I the other prepared. direction. I was prepared for this, um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. 
It's definitely got a heavy pine salt quality to it. There's a lemony finish. Way punchy with burn alcohol. Um, <laughs> Angela's dancing in her chair. So, oh so you know God. how I said oh I've God. never had a single malt I didn't like till this show? Uh-huh. You're welcome! Found it! Oh my God. I can't drink that. I can't believe I... No, no, that's fair. With water. Don't, don't, yeah, Is so, it better with water? I don't know yet. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, well get about to find out. I'm going to put a couple talk. drops in. Put three in there. I, uh, and, uh, I wanted to have one more sip with it so I could try to explain. It, just, it I makes it a little easier, but man, it's not I'm going to see what the nose is. Let's see how this goes. Oh my god. Um, well, now ginger. The, I'm getting it. The smell toned down a lot. Yeah, or, or I, I'm gonna do a reset. Or I died. Oh, uh, by the way, are you guys familiar with nose resets? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I that should probably do you. the same. Well, for the longest time, I, I have I have a nose that shuts down pretty quickly. It's reasonably sensitive, but it it's like sniff sniff. I'm done. Oh. And so, I would be with my wife in a store with soaps or perfumes or something, and and. I would be like, still getting. Oh my god, this is overwhelming. Oh no, not anymore. No, it's gone. And then she would there be these little containers every so often, and I'm just like, what the hell are these? And they were little containers of coffee beans. Yep. And that's where I learned how to reset my nose and suffer again. I probably need. I think they used baker's yeast when they Uh, resetting. It just it's just just, a lot milder. It's so yeasty. Yeah, it's a high, a high breadiness yeah, to it. It's... All right, I'm going in. Okay. Not a pleasant slice of bread, though. The, 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 with the water, it completely moved into the banana bread for me. Okay. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. It's more drinkable, but still, um, I wouldn't... It's, blah, blah, blah. it's moved from, like, having your leg broken what? to only having a finger snapped. It's still painful and unpleasant, but you get a much smaller cast. It's like licking eighty grit sandy sandpaper. It's it's that's been soaked in some sort of um, slightly caustic. I can't stop like, doing that. <laughs> if you remove the sweetness from lemon heads, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and and somehow took that remnants that that and and then put that on the grit on the okay. the sandpaper. That's it. That's that what is what drink. it is. <laughs> um, along with some like um, some like alcohol that you would use to like you know if you have a wound. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. some rubbing alcohol. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and and there is I like ninety nine proof. I isopropyl. got a hint of lemongrass. In there. See, see, so, 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 for me, I was gonna say it is a uh, cherry orange popsicle stick that you've been okay. chewing on for five minutes. Hmm. How many drops did you add? Three. Three. You want more? Well, me. Because you drank yours. Do you want? Oh. Okay. But the burn heftier pour than me. Uh, uh, increase with water for me, rather than decrease. Wow, that's um, five drops. Some <laughs> kind of wonderful. If wonderful is terrible. In opposite land, mm-hmm. I want 12 bottles. Yeah. So, this was amazing. Nothing fixes it. Nope. Nothing. Not, nope. 
he- heavily watered, the taste softens, but the isopropyl comes to the fore, and so it does not. <laughs> That's I not did not water. realize the translation of damp work, D-A-M-P-F-W-E-R-K, <laughs> damp work, is we hate you. Is it German? F- fuck your mouth. <laughs> Damn your fork. Um, Do you want your mouth to never work again? Drink this. God. Damn fork. American single malt whiskey. Heritage Midwestern grain. Bottle number 897. I can't. There's, 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 there's others. <laughs> Our malt whiskey is an expression of Good carefully God. selected... Minnesota malted barley aged to deliver notes of dried fruit, deep chocolate, and caramel. Prost! No. Don't drink that. No, no not no, prost. prost. Give us the whiskey, Lebowski. Yeah. Wow. Good oh God, my man. God. Why do you so... hate us so much? <laughs> oh, I see. That's some Let's heinous. Bring Angela. We chose the wrong cool shaped bottle. <laughs> drink some scotch. What? You may choose one of these bottles. <laughs> one of them has wonderfulness inside. Bottle looks fun. Never will you recover. I Which would you like? It's like Crystal Skull vodka. I mean, you pay $70 just for the shape of the bottle, but the vodka is so bad. <laughs> Oh, my throat. <laughs> so I can't. I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> I can't have the cheese or the crackers. I just have to sit in my sadness. There we go. <laughs> I need to make that a ringtone. <laughs> sit in my sadness. Sit in my sadness. sadness. Sit in my sadness. You rang. <laughs> oh. oh, Angela, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry for your sadness, but it gives me laughter. That's, That's oh, my job as a comedian. Yeah. Remember, strong with this one. Other people, my is, mine is pain. Other people is comedy. Oh, that's no, how I deal with most pain. Most comedy is pain. I survived no. a motorcycle accident a few weeks ago, and all I was doing in the ER was just cracking jokes. I didn't oh. break any bones. Okay. Ride with gear, goddammit. Damn straight. Heck yeah. 55 was... mile an hour crash. How many? 55. Mm. Could have ended up in the bed of a pickup truck. So uh, I made the smart decision of uh, dumping the bike and not causing any property damage or anything like that. Yeah, no one got hurt but him. I'm just, I had this weird image though of you ending up in the bed and the guy getting out. Get out of my truck! <laughs> what you doing in my truck, bro? Um, wow. Oh. Yeah, that um, that was um, that sure. was an experience. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing is, you need to come back in two weeks. I mean, I'll I'll I give know. that like a point five, maybe a one. Like I hate that so much. Technically, one is the lowest you can go. Okay, we'll give it a straight point nine. <laughs> <laughs> can I do one with? Just lots of sad emojis around it. Oh my god! It's oh, the it's saddest one you'll ever one. see. It's the very small and yeah. Well, I've uh, never tried to drink rubbing alcohol before, but now I have. <laughs> you know, we we've shared that with you. Few years <laughs> aged rubbing alcohol. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that uh, was fun. 
that, that's that's a word uh, for it. Sadly, in all seriousness, I need to get the real scores. And while they might have been your real scores, I, I like formally we okay. need to do this. What yeah. would what would you like to give us? What's a the real lowest? Score? One. One. <laughs> there you go. Yep. No, um, legitimately. For yeah. reasons of. I don't have a throat lining anymore. <laughs> Violence against throats. Violence against me. I didn't know a scotch could hate you so much. <laughs> this Just felt, the one. This felt personal. <laughs> yeah, did, did you somebody? I, I, feel, I feel attacked. I feel attacked no, I literally by scotch. Do feel attacked. The scotch gods are not strong with that one. <laughs> and, and, and what, did you want to go with a... Uh, uh, one as well. Oh yeah, definitely a one. Um, I, I don't know what the, the master distiller's problem is. I think they probably don't have nasal passages because that, you know, smell is a great part of flavor. I can, I, I can only describe that person just can't smell. that. Well, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I actually really liked the smell of it and then mm-hmm. I drank it. <laughs> no, but Master Stiller's job is to drink and make sure that they're producing oh, a product that, that tastes... This, this is a great example that we were talking about, I think, before... The Where did you started, get your education? Of, of Well, no, of, of you occasionally hit a scotch where you're like, I, I jokes aside, what? I mean, we... Collectively, all four of us didn't like it, and we still have the, our scores to get, but we didn't like it, and it was without, oh, it kind of, the dislike grew on me, or right. I don't want to buy it, but I can see what, no, this was just painful, blah. This is and terrible. you got to, like, someone made this, and yeah. was like, this is good. Put it on the market. <laughs> well, I always wonder how much of the they get to the point where they're getting ready to make like pick the percentages because uh, I don't know if you are familiar the if there's a year statement that is the youngest element in the mix. Oh, the okay. single malt, and and I know these are American, so they can change the rules a little bit. But the way it works is if you have. 10-year-old Scott, age 10 years, and you add some three-year to change the flavor, it is. it can only be sold as a three-year scotch. That makes sense. Yeah. And so when they, I, it's like, were they getting to the point where they're getting ready to, to final selection and, and bottle, and they're just like, I can't make it better. How long was that one, age? Six it, months? It didn't, it didn't say. <laughs> oh, they're embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the truth of the matter is, more and more distilleries are moving away from age statements mm-hmm. because, as as we've learned on the show, while age is a component mm-hmm. of the process, it's less of an indicator of quality than you think it would be. Mm-hmm. And, and there is a bit of a parabolic effect too. Mm-hmm. Is ten great, fifteen better, eighteen awesome, twenty one still really good, twenty five maybe. It, they should have stopped. Like, and, and so it really is going to depend on the distillery, what it is that they've done with it, um, what else they've added to it, if it's base or, or you know, sherry finished, port finished, how, quality how of the long barrels. is quality of the barrels, how many times they've already been used. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of factors that go into it. But age, a lot of people who don't know any better mm-hmm. will simply go, well, the 15-year must be better than the 10-year because, one, it's more expensive, and two, it's older. Well... For right. your palate, that may or may not be true. Plus, um, when you get into the really expensive and aged scotches of the 21, 25, mm. 30, I'm sure aficion- true aficionados can taste the difference. 
I've had some really good, really old scotches, but the difference between a 25 and a 30, I'm not really equipped to uh. differentiate. And they're going to charge you a huge a premium. Large difference. And, and so, some of that, we've already discussed a lot of that's the angel share. The other problem is... Along with the angel sharing, you just fact of storage. lost stuff and the storage time, so so inventory being held. You also have to remember on a pure science level, the less you have in the barrel, the less surface area to the barrel you're getting. And so the less, the more time is actually affecting the bottle. Yep. Because mm-hmm. there's less of it actually. If they, like we're constantly moving it into smaller and smaller butts or quarter casts, it'd be one thing so that you keep that percentage of surface area up. But the longer it sits, the less, you know per year amount the wood is affecting things mm. even if they're like rotating the barrel so what are, should be so what are you going to do oh no you go last Damn it. Or I go last sorry um I can't go down as far as you guys because I've had others oh. that, that um, are even more unpalatable yeah yeah <laughs> but that was some pretty rancid single malt or uh, uh not single malt but scotch well I mean it is single malt yeah well okay but it's Probably less than three years. Yeah. So technically, I will go down to. I'm going to give it a one eight. I. It was rotten. It was not something I would. If someone came up and said, "Here's some free scotch," I'd be like, "No, that's that stuff. No, thank you." Yeah. I. I, I'd rather drink a diet coke. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to blend it, then sure, I'll take the bottle. <laughs> even at that. I don't oh, even know. No. I don't know. I don't know either. It would be interesting uh, to try that with some ginger ale. No, I just, I I just meant I want to drink a Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, I want to mix it with Diet Coke. <laughs> would it make the ginger ale worse? Yes, it probably would. Yeah. Uh, the reason I wanted to go last is is, is I'm, I, I did not like it. It's going to be under three. Don't get me wrong. But <gasps> I obviously didn't hate it as, as, as much. What? Um, banana, there, banana, banana. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I said I didn't hate it. The 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 answer for me is is it's still interesting. Uh, it's not it's, it's not necessarily good interesting. This, this this is the thing that I would stick in the other flask in my pocket <laughs> at convergence for the people that go. I know you've got some scotch. Let me try some scotch. I don't go. know you from Adam. I don't owe you anything. Here, try this. And because it's coming from me, they'll say, oh, this is great. And then they'll turn their back and go, what the fuck? And it'll be great. And it'll make me happy because fuck you for asking me for free scotch when I don't know you as a person and you're offering me nothing. But uh, it, it still wasn't good. And I would definitely do this neat. The water just makes it very isopropyl. And that's that's no good. But I, You've I'm, wasted water. I'm gonna, <laughs> you made my water terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it cold to see if it helps. Uh, I, but because... I've, I'm looking at things in this room that I've hated more. Yeah. Oh my god! There, there, there's, there's, there's a strong perspective shift on that, and, and, and that's, for more that's, money, I'm sure too. Oh man! Yeah, they, they were way more expensive, and so like this, this like the last one, they were similar price point. In fact, <gasps> I think they were exactly the same price point wise. Um, that's I'm, I'm going to give this a two to oh, five. Good lord! It's been long enough since I had a terrible scotch that this one perspective. Yeah. Yeah, no, this 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 is not going to win any competitions. No. But, but th- this might be the whole, oh, you freeloader, here, have some scotch. Mm-hmm. So. But it, 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 I can truly see them being, if we don't sell this, we don't have, we're, we're not making enough money to stay in business. Sure. And, boy, I hope that's the now, reason, I'm because fairly... if they thought it was delicious, 
Oh. No, I'm fairly certain. I mean, again, another Minnesota distillery. Um, I'm, I'm fairly certain that they do have also um, a gin. St. Louis Park. Oh. oh. I grew up in this. And, and, and my hope is that their gin is better. But as I don't like gin, I don't know how it could be because it's gin. I hate gin. But, yeah. I'm right there with you. Oof. Yeah. So uh, this does not have a location. Yeah, that's abrasive. Min- oh, Minneapolis. Oh, I'm ashamed. Oh wait, no, that's the good one. Yeah. Okay. So Minneapolis much better than St. Louis Park. Oh, see, I did ah, move to Minneapolis <laughs> from St. Louis Park, so it was because of this apparently. <laughs> you knew. <clears throat> I knew. Somewhere down in the in the core of your body, you're like, this. There's a bad vibe coming. <laughs> Something that attacked my throat. This city makes bad scotch. I must move on. So, uh, now is the time of the show in which we flog things. Flog, flog, flog! Um, well, we've we've already mentioned that they have a fringe show. Um, do you do you happen to off the cuff know what your dates are? I could give you those. Okay, well that's being looked up. Um, this is definitely coming out in advance of convergence. So, uh, if you're interested in coming out, uh. You can still get passes at the door. Uh, for the first time ever, we are attempting day passes this year. So if you want to just come out for a day and try it, uh, <laughs> Perrin has a reaction, and it is a reaction that several on ConCom had, but we're, we're, we're interested to see how this plays. Um, I'm, I'm fully expecting that 90% of day passes are going to be on Saturday, but we'll see how things work out. Yes. Um, so we'll, 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 we'll see how that goes, but... Point is, if you want to come, there's there's ways to go. Plenty of um, plenty of stuff to see. And if you can only make one day, uh, we, we we have a more cost of effective uh, thing than buying a pass for an entire weekend when you can only make a day. So so you, you can come and, and, and check out. I will say uh, to get your money's worth, Friday or Saturday is it's going to get you more bang for your buck because there's yes. more open hours. Um, but come whatever day you're 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 able. Uh, don't don't not come just because it's a shortened day. If if you want to get it, it's always a good time. So do you the dates? I have the dates, yes. For uh, uh, John Wick... Wait, what's the name of it? (laughs) John Wick by Tim Wick. Yes. No relation. Uh, August 3rd at 7 o'clock. August 5th at 5.30. August 10th at 10 p.m. August 12th at 8.30 p.m. And August 13th at 2.30. And we are in Theater in the Round. Can you tell me how family-friendly... This is going to be. It's got a few F words in it, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's fine. It's it's a comedic take on violence, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah, well, no. I mean, my child spent the day killing people with cardboard, so, ah, you know. She is the type of along those lines. If you don't mind a couple F words. And some Nerf guns. Then you're fine. <sighs> she slew many with Nerf guns recently. Oh, so, yeah, well, then I'm she will fit right probably in. Probably right up her it's, It is very funny. Okay. The, the problem for us has been, up till recently, she has been too young for anything but kids' shows. Uh, and we haven't really been driven to take her to kids' shows. And so... How old is she? She is now 11. A very kid-friendly show that I'm currently in right now is Sherwood, The Adventures of Robin Hood, at Theater in the Round. And that runs through July 2nd. And uh, it's very kid-friendly. Uh, it's got a great heart and soul with a lot of stage combat. So if you want to see some swing and steel and uh, some evil characters played by me, I play Sir Guy. He's not a nice man. <laughs> not, no indeed. Cool. I have nothing to flog. I, I'm not doing, I mean, I'll be on 
panels at Convergence, and if you want to come hang out, I'll be in the office most of the time, the programming headquarters office. So, But I, I, I know I'm on the Horizon Forbidden West panel. I am on the Poirot panel. I'm on the Wednesday panel. I'm on the Casual Board Games panel. And I'm missing one or two that I just can't remember off the cuff. If you like Hallmark movies and Klingon... <laughs> Uh, a show I wrote called I'll Be Home for Kalis, a very Klingon Christmas movie, um, will be on main stage this year. So we're doing that. Uh, nice. There's a Klingon murder mystery. Uh, I'm doing another boozy baking. If you've been there, this is our third installment. Uh, God, I feel like I'm in 12 million things. I can't remember. PowerPoint karaoke, opening and closing ceremonies, something else. <laughs> How can a Klingon have a murder mystery, though? We all they did would, it. Would, oh, okay. That's the joke. Because I was going to say, the Klingon would kill someone and then, I have killed them. Everyone is claiming to be the murderer. Oh, okay. God, thank you. I'm glad. I was like, spoilers. Well, that's well, kind of the premise. Yeah. I, I think it be, would become quickly clear that everybody was claiming yeah. to be the murderer. That is not a spoiler. All right. Uh, well, now is the time of the show where we turn to our guests and put them under the spotlight. The spotlight of we need a toast to end, end the show. <laughs> and we are looking to our guests because we have not told them this, and that's half the fun for us. Oh. Half the fun was drinking, the other half is making uncom- guests uncomfortable. If you can't come up with a toast, well, then, you know, we'll wing it, but... Surely one of you has a toast. Well, here's to the men who made my throat burn. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. <laughs>